Uh, one of the signs that I'm starting to feel somewhat in the Christmas spirit is that I'm really my uh, my interest in you know throughout the year my interest in things. I are you guys the same way? You must be. You probably are. Interest in things. You have peaks and valleys. You have the dips and dives and spikes where like you're really into something, and then eh, you know, like in late August where I start to really I'm like, come on, give give me football. Give me hard knocks. Give me oh, we're a few weeks with a Hall of Fame game. Uh, preseason, I don't care. I'll take it. We haven't had football in so long. I'll take preseason games. And then I get that way with, uh, yeah, I mean, January, February, March is when probably the time of the year that I'm most into wrestling. Fall, I start to get back into it a little. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm always into it. Just the the times when it's he really heating up to the big events on the, the WWE calendar anyways, as much as I don't watch uh, WWE right now because I don't have time and it's not that great, uh, I'm certainly going to be tuned in. I will never miss a Royal Rumble. I would never miss a WrestleMania. Those are the big events. I missed the SummerSlam. I, I didn't watch any of SummerSlam, I don't think. I don't even remember. Survivor Series, I don't care about that. Any of those, man, I don't care at all. It's going to be boring. Even if it's good, it's just going to be – it's just – I don't care. I don't care. I don't want to see Baron Corbin, happy Corbin. Come on, man. Uh, but, I, you know, little times where you get in. And this is always the time of year. Somewhere in September, October, November is when I really start to – I'm never like – there's never a period where I'm not into video games. But there's a period where I really get – more excited about them because winter's coming and there's less opportunity to just, you know, I can't just like hop outside and put on some sneakers and just go outside. There's not, we're not just going to like, let's walk over to the pool. Right. I mean, obviously there's, there's, it's winter. It's hibernation time. And so I get excited, especially just, even though it never really comes to fruition anymore, I still get excited about that Christmas week. I have this very unrealistic view of me just uh, just enjoying sitting on the couch and playing video games for a whole week. Although, although it's quite possible, I think maybe last year it might have been something like that because I was winding down on a previous job, previous contract. It was coming to an end. I was starting something new after the new year. And it was COVID, it's the height of the pandemic, nobody's vaccinated, everything's dangerous, so we stayed home. We skipped the family visit, yeah, which I think I still think was the smart thing to do, even though it sucks that we had, you know, we'll always have that one Christmas that we never had together, which is a fucking bummer, because we're all, you know, we're all on, we all have a limited, a finite amount of time, and there's only so many Christmases you get to have. And yeah, it's it's a, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Uh, anyway, but we're, we you know make up for it this time. I always get, the, but I always get this this notion that I'm still uh, twelve and I'm gonna just get video games on Christmas, and then that's for the next seven days. I'm going to do nothing but sit in my room and play those video games all week long. And the only time I get up from playing those games is when I go over to. 
Joe or Nate's house to play their video games or they come over with their video games to play my new video games and it's just nothing but video games. So I really there's a there's a bit of there's a bit of uh practicality to my excitement about video games this time of year because that is you know the cold winter months there's there's limited things to do. There's fewer things to do and the stuff that you can do it's just you know uh get all dressed up, go out, it's freezing cold, and then you're going to go someplace that has the heat cranked up, so then you don't want to have your coat on. It's all, you know, it's a whole thing. So why not just spend three months <laughs> from from December through the end of March uh, just sitting on the couch playing video games? Now, realistically, uh, Resident Evil Village came out, what, in May? And I spent several weeks every day. I mean, that was more like a Christmas kind of thing because I would finish work. And at like 5 or 6 o'clock every night, I would fire up that Resident Evil. And I was just hooked on it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I haven't been that excited about a Resident Evil game in a long time. The previous summer, it was Last of Us Part Two during the pandemic. Uh, you know, and a couple other games here and there, some fun stuff. Uh, but but yeah, Christmas. You know, I got very excited last year because I was able to I was able to score a, an Xbox Series X somehow, just pure luck, and uh, and was able to have that as a nice surprise for the kids on Christmas. And yeah, so we you know we had a lot of, you know, cool stuff, cool video games came out. Played a lot of played a lot of uh, of uh, of Hades last year. Played a lot of uh, decent amount of Breath of the Wild that I basically like play it once or twice a year, and I progress ever so slightly. <laughs> I beat one of the big bosses, and then I'm just like, that's it's. I don't have that. I just don't have. I can't be engaged on a hard game. I I get a little bit here and there when I know I'm going to have some time. Like Christmas vacation last year, I had some time, so I played that game and I made some progress and I beat one of the. You know, one of those big, uh, the divine monsters or whatever the hell it was. And I, you know, I'm getting further along and then I just kind of, yeah, I just stop. I don't want to play games where my weapons break. That's like a big thing. That's, that's a stupid, who fucking stupid, what idiot put that in there? That all the weapons, they just break. Oh, fun. <laughs> what a fun challenge. I found a cool weapon, and I get to use it a few times, and then it's worthless. Anyway, I find myself, yeah, I'm now I'm officially at the point in the last couple of days. I've been getting really excited uh, and really, uh, really looking at some of the games that are coming out before Christmas, which doesn't seem to be a ton. It seems like, you know, between the pandemic and any other, you know, supply shortages, I'm sure, chips and things like that, it's it's not quite the uh not quite the gold rush of holiday titles that we usually expect to have. You know, last year it was new consoles. Uh <laughs> for the most part we're still waiting for actual games to come out for these consoles. Uh you know, and there were some cool games like yeah, Cyberpunk came out, and I, I haven't spent a ton of time with that. It just uh, there's there's been some fun missions that just hasn't it hasn't really pulled me in as much as I had hoped. I mean, the beginning of it, I I got really into it for a little while, and I just uh, I don't know, it just hasn't sucked me in like I like I wanted it to. 
um, but it's still good. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I played it for an hour or two. I was so excited. I'm like, this is the game. I'm going to play this game during Christmas. It's like, it's medieval stuff and Viking stuff and, you know, just castles and forests. And and then I, I didn't. I barely touched it. I barely touched it because um, the sound quality was awful for some reason. It was an awful sound quality, and I didn't want to play it. I was having—I don't know why—but the sound quality was coming through terribly on that game. Got a new TV over this summer, so that probably has helped it. I just haven't just haven't put it back in. I've been playing shorter games, like twelve minutes. I mentioned that great, great, fun puzzle game. Really cool concept. I loved that game. I loved it. Unpacking, as I mentioned, good game. You can finish it in a few hours. And it's a lot of fun, and it tells a cool story. Got some games that I mentioned last night that are that I downloaded. There's some cool stuff. I played Flight Simulator a bit over the summer, I guess, uh, but not 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 a heck of a lot. You know, I got the new Metroid game on the Switch. I played that a month ago when we were camping, and I haven't picked it back up. But you know, maybe this weekend. Maybe that's one that I do this weekend. I don't know. Uh, but I, it's a time of the year where I really get excited, and there's, like I said, some of it is a practical, hey, it's going to be winter, it's going to be cold. There's nothing, there's nothing like sitting inside a warm uh, a warm room, a warm house, and it's the snow's falling out. I mean, what's better than that? With Christmas lights, the glow of Christmas lights and the snow falling, the gentle snow falling, and your favorite video games on the TV and there's some nice smell of good food heating up filling the the filling the home that's that's a great you know so it's so there's a there's a nostalgia piece to it too cuz i think of just so many happy memories of christmas vacation shimo used to come over every day on christmas middle of the afternoon or early in the evening before dinner he'd swing by to take a look at my new video games he'd bring some of his over we'd you know he'd tell me all the all the cool stuff that he got, etc. Uh, there was a brief period where I would, on Christmas Day, I would go over to friend's house and just <laughs> drop in uninvited on their holiday celebrations with family just to say hi. Because there were a couple years where I would make uh, Christmas presents for the dudes. Uh, so you know, make a video, music video of all of our of all of our previous years of hijinks. Uh, but you know, and now, and now we've got our own kids and all that stuff and, and can enjoy, uh, enjoy those guys getting their video games and and so forth. Although there's not a lot of video games. That's the thing. I get these video. I'm like, I'm like, why don't you kids want more video games? They realize because we have them all because I'm too impatient. It's, it's like the opposite where I, you know, I would sit and just wait and think, Oh my God, I wish, I hope I get this video game. I hope I get this new, I hope I get the PlayStation. I hope I get Super Nintendo. I hope I get this. And I hope I get these games. Oh my God, Christmas, it can't come soon enough. I want these games so bad. And then my kids are just like, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess there's some games. I guess that would be cool. Whatever. Oh man. And even the game, yeah, because I got them some games last year. I got them cool games. And last night I was playing Call of Duty. Because my oldest used to really be into Call of Duty and Titanfall and those kind of military first-person shoot 'em up type things, and uh, yeah, they hadn't touched it in months and months and months. Uh, 
And also, Call of Duty takes up like takes up like 200 plus gigs of storage. It's a big fucking game. So I would like to get through the game, maybe complete the campaign, try the zombie mode and some other stuff, and then delete it so I can get that, that off the hard drive, free up room for other games. And I, yes, I have an external storage, two, two terabytes or whatever it is, but there's some games that can only be installed on the Xbox internal storage like some of the newer games are at a certain speed that they can only be installed on the internal storage so i have to move stuff around it's uh, that's that's when i long for the days where you just open up a box and there's a cartridge and you popped it in and that was the game that was the finished game and that's what you no updates no downloads no space no storage just a cartridge pop it in this is like yeah this is what old people this is what my generation is going to talk about when they're old. Back in my day, we didn't have updates. We didn't have to sit for an hour and wait for our system to update before we could even play a game. We didn't have to spend half our Saturday watching an update happen. We popped in the cartridge. We popped in the CD. And it was up and running. Playing a game instantly. Sure, we had load times that were beyond unreasonable but that was the 90s. That was how it was back then. And we liked it. Yeah. But I am... Uh, I've, got a, I've got a couple of buddies now who started doing a Wednesday night. Uh, it's the... the <laughs> we, it's the Swole Bro Sports Club, as I, as I titled it. Our group, our group chat on, uh, on Signal. Uh, because, you know, it's... it's it's ironic. If you couldn't guess, Swole Bro Sports Club is uh, not something, none of those things would be used to describe any of the three of us, but it's three three cool dudes who worked together a few months ago and <clears throat> all into video games, except these two are more in the, the PC gaming variety. Uh, but they have, a, they have a meetup every Wednesday and they play a different game and they played Phasmophobia last week and I'm like, man, I, yeah, I kind of want to be a part of that, so... Yeah, it's. I mean, that's how it's done. I, f- I feel like, yeah, I should be playing. I can't. I don't live near any of my friends anymore. I mean, I have friends nearby, but like my child, the video game friends, they're not nearby. And even the Swole Bro Sports Club, these guys are like an hour or ninety minutes from here. So, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool to get online and play play some games once in a while. Wednesday night is. It's maybe not the most ideal night, but hey, who cares? It's fun to do, play some video games. Uh, yeah, I'm just, what can I say? I'm just, I'm feeling nostalgic. This is a time of year that brings up nostalgia. I mean, for everybody, right? Christmas, Christmas time brings up the childhood memories. It's a kid's holiday for the most part, but it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a fun holiday. Everybody and adults uh, think back to their childhood and they try, you try to give your kids the kind of Christmas that you had and, and then some. And so I'm excited. I'm excited for this Christmas because we'll have our we'll have our old sort of traditional family fun celebration together down in the south, in the southern states. Uh and uh and we'll have uh well, yeah, the kids are we've already we've already made made a few purchases that uh, I think the kids are are going to enjoy. And I'll be honest, selfishly I will enjoy as well. 
Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, it's fun. Uh, so I'm, I'm, it's Friday, and I'm looking forward to the weekend because I think, I think, I don't know if we will, but I think we will maybe put up Christmas stuff because our the setup is such that Christmas is in the storage uh, thing garage that we have. And so is Halloween, and so the easiest way to do it is we pick we pick the weekend in November that's not too far removed from Halloween, and is also kind of close enough to Christmas that we we won't have the Halloween stuff up too late, and we won't put the Christmas stuff up too early. So I mean, middle November is usually a pretty reasonable time. If not this weekend, it'll be next weekend, the weekend before Thanksgiving. But eh. That's not so bad. Yeah, we'll take down the Halloween stuff, put up the Christmas stuff. And uh, that's always, it is always nice. I don't like the work that goes into it. And I I will be honest, I am kind of excited every year when it's time to, there's a bittersweet feeling, but it's nice, it's nice to just unpack or to, to pack all that shit up and just get all the goofy Christmas shit out of here and just have it looking like a normal place. <laughs> I love the little villages that we have and all the little light-up things and lighthouse, Christmas lighthouse and the the tree and all that stuff. It's great. And then in January, it's like, all right, out of here, out of here. Although I do miss the Christmas tree when we take it down because it's uh, it's, it's such a cozy way to light up the room. But I am here, and I'm I, I'm finally made it to this point where I'm like, okay, all right, I'm pretty, I'm getting pumped, I'm getting pumped for Christmas. Got some gifts for the kids on the way. I'm feeling good. Got to make our, uh, we're not flying down. We're gonna drive down, which is fine because the way things are going at airports, uh, I'm not in. I'm not up for that right now. I'm not up for, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not up for for getting getting on a plane. And you don't know, you're just rolling the dice on like which fucking lunatic is going to be on there screaming like a baby about masks and oppression and <laughs> whatever else and throwing throwing fisticuffs with the fucking flight attendant who's four foot five. God, people are fucking nuts, right? This is fucking crazy. Uh, so we'll, we'll just share the road with them instead. And I expect that it will be a nightmare driving down and a nightmare driving back, but that's all right. It's still better than having to go to an airport. And yes, I know that a plane would get us there in two hours versus a car ride that's going to get us there in, you know, a day and a half, but I don't care. That's fine. It's all good. So that's the plan. Uh, Cam Newton is back on the Panthers. They signed him yesterday, which is okay. Good. You can have him. (laughs) I guess he got his COVID shot. Yeah, it turns out people prefer to be employed and making money than not. So, and I guess, uh, you know, all these anti-vaxxers, a lot of them end up getting this vaccine Makes me think that maybe they don't think it's actually as bad as they think they think it is. And it's not. Uh, so, yeah, good. Good for him, though. That's good. He's back. 
back down there where he belongs. He's not a he wasn't a northern guy. He wasn't a Patriots guy. I mean, he you know he had the season last year. It was there were a couple good moments. It was a mostly not so great. It was a I would call it a failure. I guess you know they didn't. I was I was interested. I was looking for. I really wanted to see what this season was going to look like, though. You know, he's got a year under his belt, and he had the experience. I was really hoping to see him uh, one more year in New England, just to see what he what he could have done if he still had a little little something left in the tank. Um, but I guess we'll see that just not here. And it's unfortunate that the Panthers and Patriots played last weekend because that would have been – that's something. I mean, we got to see Brady and the Buccaneers come back to, to Foxborough. It would have been really cool to see the Patriots play the Panthers with Cam Newton as quarterback, I think. Uh, I think that would have been fun and certainly a better game, one would hope, than the one that we had last weekend. Uh, so, cool. That's good. Uh, you know, I'm glad he's still in the league at least for another few months. Uh, I'm sure he'll be back next year. He'll finish up the season, and no matter what happens, I mean, that's the good thing. He's joining the team in the middle of November. Like, the earliest that he can start is Sunday, right? So they're going to have, what, eight games? And they're going to win some, and they're going to lose some. And it's not going to be like, uh, oh, well, this is all Cam Newton's fault. They've already lost a bunch of games before today. So whatever happens... He'll certainly, as long as he's healthy and everything, unless it's just a complete disaster, (laughs) unless he goes out there and just does absolutely nothing and just the whole thing tanks, uh, then it seems very likely you'll see him back next year. And I would think, I don't know anything, but I would think maybe maybe Newton has, uh, has won maybe two full seasons in Charlotte and then and then calls it a career. I just, I feel like, I don't know, maybe uh, maybe he went out there and tried to do things outside of uh, playing on the field, and nobody was really interested in that. I don't know if he would he want to be a, a commentator. I don't know. I don't know that he offers all that much in the way of, of being a, like a studio analyst or certainly not a commentator. Um, I, don't th- I don't think he's fit for any of that kind of stuff. I think that he would want to do something a little bit different on television. I'm purely speculating. I don't know anything about the guy. Um, but one thing I do hate, though, seeing the comments, you know, like, do I, do I think Cam Newton dresses like a, like a jackass? I guess. I mean, I look at his clothes. I'm like, ah. you know, I look at it. I think that looks stupid. There's a difference between I think that looks stupid and me typing, hey, your clothes look stupid. Change your clothes. Get a haircut. I don't understand. Like, people still are like that. It's weird. So in the comment sections all over, you know, any of the Sports Center or Carolina Panthers team-specific announcements, all these pictures, you know, these guys like, uh, cut your hair, be a man, grow up, get a haircut like an adult, and stop wearing those clothes. Like what a fucking what kind of asshole are you to tell somebody what they should be wearing because it pleases that's the same thing as telling somebody to smile. Nobody owes you a fucking smile. Nobody owes you clothes that you want to see. And by the way, let's be honest, 
no real surprise here. You can guess what these people look like who are commenting on Cam Newton's looks and hairstyle and appearance. You can probably take a pretty good guess what they, not even what they look like, but the ways that they're dressed. These little ragamuffins sitting around talking about Cam Newton. Like, dude, my question to Cam Newton would be, are you happy? Do you like those clothes? Do you like your hairstyle? Do you like that, uh, you know, Canadian Mountie uh, fucking, <laughs> uh, what's the guy's name? I can't, I fucking can't think of it. <sighs> Ripsaw Falls is the name of the ride at Universal, and it's that guy. It's the fucking Brendan Fraser played him. Dudley Do-Right? Yeah, Dudley Do-Right. Cam Newton with that Dudley Do-Right hat and 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 the and the clothes and stuff like that and like I my question would be, "Hey Cam, are you happy? You you like these clothes and you like everything that that, that stuff that makes you happy, right?" "Yes, great." Then and your clothes aren't murdering anybody, not assaulting anybody. Maybe bothering people who can't mind their business, but are they doing any actual damage? to? No, they're not. It's not hurting anyone. Okay. Well, then great. If you're happy with your clothes, you're happy the way you look, who the fuck cares then about anything else? My haircut, my hair looks ridiculous. I've just been growing the top of my head, and then I got tired of it, and I, I took a pair of scissors and c- held it up over my head and cut it last summer, forgetting that it was going to just... Um, be really short in the front and really long in the back and look even shittier, I don't care. And I'm not planning on getting rid of it anytime soon. And sometimes I look, I get a look at myself in the mirror and I say, God damn, you look like a fool. But I also really like it. I like it because it's, some, it's not something I've ever had. It's not a hairstyle that I it's ever even come close to having. But it makes me happy. So as long as it's, it's good for me, I'm going to keep it. I had a 90s goatee well after the end of the 90s because I liked it. I thought it was good. It was, it was a thing that I liked. I wore T-shirts for a while in the last five years. I've had a T-shirt collection of Star Wars and DuckTales and Disney and Mario and Mass Effect and Mad all these different t-shirts. And now the last year I've really uh when I get new clothing it's been <laughs> it's been stuff that's uh you know just preppy crap. Little like sporty shirts and quarter zips and quarter zip sweaters and uh you know that kind of thing. And it makes me happy when I wear those. So good. If Cam Newton is happy wearing his Mounties hat. I just think, you know, somebody to say that, like, cut your hair. Fuck you. You cut your hair, dickhead. That mop on your head ain't so hot. Just the, I don't know. But that's the internet. It's just, uh, you know, that's where we go to tell people what they should look like to be more aesthetically pleasing to me instead of just like, hey, he looks to be really happy in, the, in those outfits. He looks to really enjoy. He used to have short, and I think I think Cam Newton looks good with that long hair. I think it looks great. When I saw him in person, he had very short hair, and it just didn't. Uh, now seeing him with the long hair, it's like, yeah, that's 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 him. That's Cam Newton. 
So fucking, and I have a good, I have a friend who I, I only know from one encounter on a friggin' on the commuter bus years ago. We happened to sit together and we were just chatting and she's a really sweet kid. We had a really nice conversation and we follow each other on Instagram and she wears outfits that I, I love but they're so like it's outfits that I've never seen anyone ever anywhere wearing. And I fucking love it because in all of her pictures, she has the biggest smile on her face. It makes her happy. It's not what you conventionally would refer to as like, you know, not clothes that people wear regularly. It's sort of like like Billie Eilish. Not a lot of people dress like Billie Eilish, just kind of. Baggy clothes, you know, pants, baggy shirts. She looks like a teenager. She just looks like a teen, you know, and like people criticize that. And then she doesn't wear the baggy stuff and then they criticize, oh, you're showing too much skin. Oh, what happened? She sold out. She's got a picture of herself in a bra. Fuck off. I don't know. Just like everybody has clothes and you know, it's just that's what that what that's what makes the world go round, doesn't it? Everybody being all aware of whatever fucking. For five years, I wore a red T-shirt that had a stormtrooper on it, writing on a chalkboard. Those were the droids we were looking for. Ha 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 ha! And I just I a few weeks ago cleaned out my closet and put it in the donation pile along with pretty much every other t-shirt, because I got sick of that shirt. Those sh- there's Isn't there some lady who has a whole thing on Netflix about, like, you should get rid of the stuff that doesn't bring you joy anymore? Yeah, I looked at 90% of my t-shirts, and I said, these suck. <laughs> I'm tired of seeing myself in these shirts. So I got rid of them. But once upon a time, they made me happy, and I wore them. And so I kept them until they no longer made me happy, and I threw them out. So if Cam Newton is happy... With his attire, with his hair, with anything else about him, who fucking cares? That's not your fucking problem. And just like my friend Katie from the bus, who wears like bright colors and all, like glasses and all this stuff, and it's like you know, thank God, ah, good for you, Katie, because you know you're doing your thing. You're doing you, as they say, as the kids say, you do you. Dress in the way that makes you happy. I'll bet you she gets some stares from people here and there, and they look and they say, oh, that's, that's, that's not a regular outfit like my jeans and T-shirt that I am wearing. They should be more like me, which is like everybody. Wear just the clothes that everybody wears that are boring. I'm sure they get the side eye and the stares all the time and like, oh, look, get a load of get a load of that. But goddamn, are you happy? Then that's all that matters. You enjoy it? You enjoy what you're doing? Great. Keep doing it. And it's also like it does have that ripple effect on other people who look and they say, "Wow, that person is just no fear." Wearing clothes that nobody else is wearing, hairstyles that other people don't have, 
people might be pointing, but they're that they're happy dressing the way that they want to, the style that they want to have, the colors that they want to wear, all these things. Goddamn, that's what I've wanted to do for all this time, and, and now I'm going to do it. So, like, great. Maybe people are seeing, uh, you know, millions of people are seeing Billie Eilish and saying, hey, I, I can dress any fucking way I want to. I mean, that's not like Billie I mean, that's, that's been since the beginning of, you know, teen, <laughs> teen idols and rock stars and things like that. But Cam Newton, not conventional as far as appearance, apparel, that kind of thing. But I'll bet you people look at that and say, hey, that's how I want to I wanna look like that. I want to have, you know, I want to cultivate my own style. And if he's fearless about it, I can be fearless about it. And people see my friend Katie from the bus and they say, she's doing her own thing. And she's so, look how happy she is. She is just happy and carefree. She loves life. She's having a great time wearing the clothes that make her happy. I got to start doing that because I've been dressing a certain way because I think I have to. And now I'm going to, I'm going to change that. That's, you know, get a haircut, change your clothes, wear some other clothes. What clothes? Pick out some clothes. What's you got any suggestions? Fuck face. Anyway. All right. <laughs> but Hey, I, good for Cam Newton. That has to feel good. I don't. I don't know that it felt. Gr- I mean, you see how Belichick was just all, you know, just overflowing with praise for Cam Newton. I, I think even Belichick, as cold-hearted as he could be, probably realized, like, you know what, Cam is. Uh, yeah, they need to treat him different than Brady. And basically, is what I'm saying. And so, I'm sure it wasn't thrilling for Cam Newton. Like I said, he's a he's an Atlanta guy. He's a Southern guy. He's a warm weather guy. New England is not the place to be if you are a warm weather person. Tom Brady played here for 20 years, had one season in Tampa Bay, and said, I'll never play. <laughs> you know, even if he plays for another 30 years, which is possible, <laughs> he's never he's not playing in the cold weather, at least, you know, being on a cold weather team, obviously. He'll have to play in some cold weather games. But, uh, yeah, it's it's hard, especially get, getting older. I can't imagine. Oh, I can't imagine just playing football all those Decembers and Januaries in a place like Boston, a place like New York, Chicago, Green Bay. Oh, my God. I just can't. Oh, that has to be just dreadful. But, uh, yeah, so Cam Newton, he's back. Back in Charlotte, back in the Panthers, back back in the family, back home, so to speak, and uh, that's that's good stuff. It makes I, I am happy, and I'm happy for the fans. They're excited to have him back. I don't know how excited they're going to be after a couple of games, but it's still he gets to. I, I think it seems likely that this is where he, he started his NFL career. He took a took a year to. Come up to New England and see how that was. And uh, I would have liked to have seen him uh, finish out this year. I wish he had done the COVID stuff like he was supposed to. 
uh, to begin with because he'd probably still he'd be getting ready to, to suit up as a patriot. But then again, you know what? Maybe, maybe there's something to that. Maybe he saw a uh, a ticket out of here and said, you know what? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll play. I'll I'll be around as long as I you know training camp and the preseason, and then I'm you know maybe if I maybe if I don't quite follow these guidelines, they'll uh, they'll show me the door, and then I can that'll be my easiest exit from New England. Maybe maybe there was you know maybe that was a little more orchestrated than we think. I'm not saying that he did that deliberately and said I'm gonna I'm gonna violate COVID protocols and get COVID again and. Did he get COVID a second time? I think he did. I think over the summer, I think he, but, uh, I'm going to, you know, I don't know that he said, I'm going to not be vaxxed and not do this and not do that so that they shit can my ass. But also maybe, you know, it's the pressure in a place like this too, compared to a place like North Carolina. That's why I say the, uh, the Hornets, the Panthers never going to win championships. This the fan, it's too friendly. The fan base is too friendly, which is great. It's a fun going to a Hornets. That's why I never had any issues taking my kids to see the Hornets. All those games that we went to, and we were usually, you know, we're just sitting there with other, you know, it's like looking looking all over the place. It's other like grandmas and grandpas and kiddos, and it's just a really as family friendly an environment i mean it's like going to disney world at a basketball game just a just a good just a good fun time it was cool uh but i you know where is the pressure where is you know where do you have 57,000 radio hosts the next day just shitting all over you even if you won <laughs> Boston's a place where you win the game and they'll come on uh, the sports talk shows the next day and tell you how much you suck and how you should have you should have won even better than you did. That should have been a better win than you had. Or as in North Carolina, it's like, hey, Cam Newton wasn't really that good. That's why he left the Panthers in the first place and he didn't have a very good year in New England. But we're so excited he's back. Cam Newton's back. Yeah. <laughs> But that's cool. It's, but that's a place for a, a personality like Cam Newton. Char, that's why Charlotte is a perfect place. Even his hometown of Atlanta, I don't think he would enjoy playing for the Falcons as much as he enjoys playing for the Panthers. So I think Atlanta would be more of a harsh environment as far as criticism and expectations and pressure and things like that. And certainly a place like Boston is like, my God, Boston, Philly, New York, a few other places, major, major pressure, major expectations. You know, a place like Charlotte, it's like, yeah, they have a sold out every week, the rabid Panthers fans, but they're not, uh, they're not wanting to, uh, yeah, <laughs> they're not wanting to, they're not wanting to, uh, crucify you if you if you make the slightest mistake like some of these other places or in Aaron Rodgers case everyone's trying to crucify him even though he's the one who climbed up and <laughs> nailed himself to the cross look at me I've been crucified everyone uh so good for Cam Newton good for the Panthers I hope I hope he get yeah and I hope he does I hope he finishes up I hope the last game that he plays is in Charlotte or certainly in a Panthers uniform 
and uh and and hey i hope he's uh he's had you know it's been what last december i guess the beginning of jan the first day of january last year maybe january 3rd was the last time he played uh, football i think that was the last regular season game was the third and was he injured i see i can't even remember i know he had an injury i don't even know no i think he played i think he played right up until the end either way it's been almost a year since he's played football hopefully that's allowed him to rest and recover and get healthy and uh so that he can uh, you know i hope he i hope he I hope he has some great games. I hope he gets some good wins. I hope it feels like old times. You know? <laughs> I think a lot of Patriots fans thought that uh, the best of Tom Brady was behind him. And then he'd go to Tampa Bay and they'd like uh, just be like whatever. And he'd have a season down there and he'd he'd be all broken down and busted up. And that would kind of be the end of it. <laughs> and then he went and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> so... Uh, you never know. And and how many times have people said, oh, Brady's broken down. He's old. It's time to go. And they said that about, they said that about everybody. And then they still have a, they still have a second or third or fourth wind in them or in Brady's case, a, a 27th wind wind. Uh, so hopefully Cam Newton will go down there and have some, at least this season and hopefully another, another season or two after that. Where he'll be healthy, he'll be in good shape. He'll be able to to compete. Maybe even throw the ball once in a while <laughs> successfully. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we shall see. We shall see. Uh, quick, quick second. I want to uh, I want to say thank you to Superfan Michelle. Michelle had a really nice uh, a nice little note. Let me find it. I can't find it. There it is. She said, I'm enjoying your birthday boy podcast on Alec Baldwin. I'd forgotten how awful that voicemail of yours was. And eh, how you say eh, Ilaria is a real piece of work too. <laughs> and I responded, yo, this makes me so happy. I'm glad you're listening slash enjoying the podcast. I have several more that I just haven't had the chance to unleash yet. Thank how you say you for listening. And then she said, you're a natural entertainer. That's so sweet. Super fan, Michelle. It's just, I, I just think it's so cool. You know, social media sucks in a lot of ways, in many ways. And uh, Twitter, Facebook, they suck. There's some horrible, you know, comments, Reddit, YouTube comments, comments on any, comment sections anywhere. And social media, Twitter, Facebook, they're just, they're largely terrible, terrible places. But man, there's some people that I've been able to connect with over the years that I didn't really connect with all that much in high school, middle school, and some that we've just been friends for a long time and, and you know, remain connected. Some that I haven't seen since the, the mid-90s. And uh, yeah, Michelle is one one such person where I have only vague memories, not a lot of specific memories, vague memories of, you know, probably in a cl- science class or something somewhere in the early 90s, 
getting to know each other a little bit and joking around a little bit. And then, uh, and then she moved away and then, yeah. And then connected on Facebook and, and there's, there's, she's one of those people where it's like, God damn it. Oh, I, I, I wish I had, uh, I wish I had known these people a little bit better in high school, but the person that I was in high school wasn't the kind of person that these kids would have wanted to hang out with. Perfect example. My wife would have hated, I mean, hated my guts in high school would have just despised me. And, uh, yeah, so that's what, you know, you, you grow up and you've, (laughs) you know, you kind of develop the emotional IQ and that kind of thing. And uh, you kind of, many of us anyways, mature to some degree, me, uh, you know, in my own sort of way. And so then you, and then you connect with people on Facebook that you haven't seen maybe since high school graduation, or you maybe haven't seen, uh, since even before then. And it's people that you knew in high school and you know, their personalities pretty well and they're cool kids and you're happy to have them like connected on social media, but then you get to know them better on social media than you did when you actually knew them in person 30 years ago. And uh, yeah, Michelle is one such person who was like, "Oh wow, there's a lot of there's a lot of lost time. We could have had a lot of a lot of laughs back in the day, but I'm glad we're having them better late than never, right?" And there's yeah, there's a few people who are like that on social media where I'm just like, "Oh man, I I didn't really know this person all that well back in the day, or we didn't we didn't hang we had, we we ran in different crowds, man." Although I will say. My uh, graduating class, we didn't, you know, everybody has like jocks and nerds and those kind. Of, but even even with our class, we had those different sort of cliques. But we were all kind of, we were all kind of pals. There was no real like hatred to any large degree. I mean, yeah, there's some people in my graduating class who I don't, I don't, I don't love. <laughs> I don't have any particular desire to see them ever again. But I don't hate them. There's nobody in my graduating class I'm like, oh, I hate that fucker. He or she is just a total piece of shit. No, it's like everybody was pretty, we were all pretty just kind of cool with each other for the most part. At least that's my recollection. And, uh, yeah, there are a lot of cool people that I, that uh, you know, I think uh, have social media to thank because I wouldn't really know them very well and wouldn't have any interaction with them. Uh, without social media, it would be one of those, hey, I wonder what happened to so-and-so. So it's been cool that, uh, you know, Michelle's had really, it's one of those really nice people who just, you see her, not just on my post, but all these other different people, and she posts the loveliest things. She's so complimentary towards everybody, and she's just just a good kid. It's really fun. It's nice to see. it. The world needs it, and she provides it, and that's that's really great. Like, just randomly pinging me to to say that she's enjoying the podcast. Somebody I haven't not seen in person since probably, I don't know, 1992, 1993, 94. I don't even know. Uh, and to, and to just kind of be like, Hey, digging the podcast, dude. And, uh, yeah, that's, that stuff's cool. That's the, you wish that it was all that on social media, that that's all it was, just uh, just fucking happy and 
fun and kumbaya. I guess it could be. I guess if you, I guess if you veered in that direction, you could you could craft that reality for yourself on social media. I try to. I've tried to get away. I mean, on the podcast, I'll shit on anti-vaxxers and and rant and rave about the things that piss me off. But when it comes to social media, I've tried to. I tried to keep that out of my posts since probably January or February Um, (laughs) because it's just, okay, like, yeah, you know, when I have these, when I see the one, the one anti-vaxxer who's still carrying on about the vaccines and how it's child abuse and how it's like the Nazis and all this stuff, and I just kind of, I see it and I'm just like, gosh, she just, she just doesn't quit, and and I think like, yeah, I wonder I wonder how long it took her to craft this post and how long it's going to take her to go back and forth with the people in her echo chamber, uh, you know, agreeing on the same things. And I just think like, yeah, I wonder, wonder what her kiddo is doing right now while she's typing these wonderful posts. And I thought like, yeah, I, I've done that myself where I, I get into it with somebody on social media and then I look up and I look at the clock and I realize like I've just lost a couple hours arguing with somebody that I don't really like or that I don't even know. What's the fucking point? So I've been very careful about what I post on social media. I want it to just be on Instagram. My Insta stories are like Simpsons and Seinfeld stuff. <laughs> Maybe Succession and The Office here and there. And on Facebook, it's uh, back to just pics of the kids and little, you know, silly comments here and there. Yeah, I had a little fun, you know, posting about Kyle Rittenhouse crying. But other than that, I'm just like, okay, we're all we're all exhausted. Whatever, whatever we think about things, we're all exhausted by all of it. So here's here's Homer Simpson. (laughs) Here's something just silly and stupid. Because I think that's what that's what people are sort of in need of. God, I'm fading fast. I am just as tired now as I was uh, earlier on on no sleep. So, with that, I am going to go. Uh, but I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to just mention that Michelle. That was that was a cool that was a cool thing to say, dude. Much appreciated. Super fan, Michelle. And to all the super fans out there, I don't know if you're all still listening. <laughs> I think you are. I hope you are. I wonder because I've been posting a lot lately. And unfortunately, instead of posting it piecemeal, when I, when I record it, I wait and I forget and I post a big batch of things, uh, which is not what I want to do, but that's how it ends up. That's how it ends up going. Um, whatever. That's okay. Uh but I hope you're enjoying it. I don't know. Are you tired of the... When you talk about the anti-vaxxers, when you talk about Alec Baldwin and Aaron Rodgers, I, don't know, I, want, I wonder, are people tired of that? I, tr- you know, I talk about the things that I like. So sometimes, you know, not everybody wants to hear about sports, but I like to think maybe some people do. Not everybody wants to hear about what I think about pro wrestling, but maybe some people do. Same with video games. Same with any of the topics. It's not, it can't be, there can't be, I don't think, like any one particular topic that everybody's like, oh yeah, I'm tuning in for this. 
but maybe there is. I mean, maybe like, you know, what brought me to the dance was the stories, you know, from childhood stories and things like that from my ute. And, uh, yeah, I just haven't come up with any as, as of late. I hope I haven't, I hope I haven't run out of stories to tell, <laughs> but maybe I have, uh, no, I don't think so. Just, there's some that I, there's some that I have that I, in the, that I haven't told and I'm not sure they would be great stories and I just have not told them. Uh, <laughs> but I want to, um, they're harmless, but it's also like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, if I'm, if I should tell, tell them yet. Uh, but I don't know. I hope that, I hope that you, I hope that you enjoy, even if it's subject matter that you're not particularly like interested in, I hope you still enjoy it because I try to, I try to take, you know, even in football, I know that not everybody wants to hear football and wants to hear my sports picks for the weekend, but I try to make it kind of fun. So I don't know. Feel free to to drop me feedback on the birthday boy podcast Facebook page or the birthday boy podcast Twitter or birthday boy podcast at gmail.com, which I realize now I haven't checked that. I tell you to do these things, and I'm like, boy, when was the last time I checked the Birthday Boy podcast inbox? Uh, let's see. I'm checking it right now. And uh, let's see. Nothing. Well, that's good. The last email to the Birthday Boy podcast at Gmail account was December 16th of last year. <laughs> so nobody wants to email? I thought that was like, I thought email was the wave of the future. Even uh, even Jim Rome, Romy, even Jim Rome, who's kind of, you know, always seems a little tentative to embrace the future. I mean, he's still, he talks like a, a surfer guy from the 90s. And uh, he uses words like grub to talk about food. Uh, <laughs> but even he has said, he's he's one of the few guys I think who still takes emails. I think most people, you know, they take calls and maybe they read tweets. And he's one who's still, you can still email his show. And he was I, he was saying something the other day, like, yes, we still take email. I don't know how much longer we'll take email. But for the time being, yes, we still take email. And yes, I know I'm one of the last people who still takes emails. So even Jim Rome is saying, like, yeah, well, yeah maybe this email thing is kind of, it's old news, but... Anyway, I'm sure he has some people who only communicate via email. And you're welcome to communicate with me via email. Birthdayboypodcast at gmail.com. Birthdayboypodcast on Twitter. Birthdayboypodcast on Facebook. Go to birthdayboyshop.com to get your cool birthday boy merch. T-shirts, bikinis, phone cases, you name it. We've got it. Mugs. It's... It's here, guys. The holiday season, the shopping season is upon us. You know there's supply chain issues. So get out there at birthdayboyshop.com. Get your merch for all all your loved ones in your life. Make it the best Christmas ever with Birthday Boy Podcast merch with my stupid face on everything. All right, I'm exhausted. My, my fucking jaw hurts from talking. Gotta go. 
Have a great weekend. Enjoy your Friday. Enjoy your football. Enjoy anything that you do this weekend. Uh, And we'll talk to you next time. Right here. On the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.